0: Welcome to the Giants Huddle, a New York Giants podcast. Welcome to the newest edition of the Giants Huddle podcast. John Schmelk, Michael Eisen, with you today's guest, one of the newest members of the New York Football Giants, linebacker Blake Martinez. Before we get to Blake, uh, first I want to remind you you can find the Giants Huddle podcast on giants.com, the Giants mobile app, and all your favorite podcast platforms. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you like what you hear, please leave a five star review, and that will help us out a whole lot as we continue to grow the podcast. Now, let's get to Blake. Hey, Blake, how's it going, man?
1: Hey, nice to get to chat with you guys.
0: All right, Blake, uh, let's start with the real simple question. Why'd you choose to come to the New York Giants?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot of kind of factors that went into it. I think one of the main appealing things was young team, uh, a lot of talent across the board, um, and then another aspect, my uh old Intel Lumber coach is now the defense coordinator, Pat Graham. Um and I, just the market there, um, fan base, just everything kinda of just was so appealing to me, um, throughout the the whole process and once it kinda of narrowed down to my choices, um, that just seemed like the greatest fit
2: you mentioned Patrick Graham. Uh, you know, how much was his presence? Uh, how much did that influence your decision to come here? And why do you uh, have such strong feelings about him from your season together in 2018?
1: Yeah, I think uh, he's probably one of the smartest coaches I've ever been around. Um, just with his ability to get you ready within a four to five day span. Um, every single week, I went in my third year when he was my inside linebacker coach, I went into the games on Sunday feeling like I knew exactly what plays were going to happen, exactly what I needed to do within our scheme. Um, It just made each game so easy to play. And I think that was the biggest thing that I got from him going throughout that year and got me so excited to be able to work with him again, um, obviously, coming up this season.
0: Hey, Blake, a lot of these analytics sites thought that was – your best year of your career. How much do you think that had to do with the type of preparation he helped give you over the course of the week? And what was it about the way they used you that year that you think accentuated your best qualities?
1: Yeah, I think the the main thing kind of going through his stuff is throughout the week he knew exactly, obviously, what team we were going to play. He knew exactly what their strengths were. And given each week whatever those strengths were we worked on, small drills to make sure that we were attacking the hip and man coverage. We were dropping in certain zones at the depth that they have their their routes at and those types of things. So it made made it so easy once you got to step into those games and it made you flourish um within those games because you knew where to drop, what landmark to hit, where to attack the hip on a guy, what routes they were running, um, what were their key routes in third down, all these all these types of things that just made you um, that much better every single week.
2: Yeah, Blake, I'm curious. You know, you had a lot of team success, uh, you know, at Stanford. You went to four games, won three Pac-12 titles, and then this past season, you came one game shy of the Super Bowl for the second time in four years in Green Bay. I was just wondering, what kind of feeling that left you with coming out of that year?
1: Yeah, it's it's one of those things, I think it's like a 50-50 kind of thing, where one half of you is Oh, yeah, this is awesome to get to the NFC Championship game again, um, to be able to play in these types of games and have these moments. Uh, a lot of people can't say they've been able to play in, in that big of a game in their career. Um, but then also the competitive side of me that is just like, well, it sucks because I wanted to make it to the end and win the whole thing. Uh, so it's, it's a great kind of feeling, but it's also one of those things that you – get that much more hungrier to, to work towards making sure that you get that next step. You make it to that Super Bowl and you win the the big game and obviously hold up the Lombardi at the end.
2: When so you walked off the field in San Francisco after the NFC Championship game, did you have any inkling that was your last game as a Packer? Uh, a little bit,
1: I think, just kind of going throughout uh, the season and understanding uh, contract talks with the Packers and things like that. Um, just seeing where they were and where we were uh, it was kind of a difference on both sides. And so going throughout it, there were still conversations and things like that. But um, for the most part, it was, I'd say like a 25% of me kind of knew um, that this was probably the, the last last game and um, green and gold for me.
0: Uh, you mentioned the youth and the talent on the Giants Blake, is something that really appealed to you when you chose them. As someone that has this sort of high-level experience in these big games, like NFC title games, how do you think that can help you bring your young teammates along and lead them as that, you know, Mike linebacker that really is going to lead on the field and in the locker room?
1: No, I think it'll help me a lot, just having those experiences and and explaining to the guys. I think that was one of the big things that hit me going into the NFC championship game. We were all kind of in the locker room. Before that, the this last year of that game, um, and guys were kind of just like Blake. Why are you still like calm? Like, <laughs> why aren't you like all like nervous or whatever? And I'm just like, honestly, like I'm just not to not to be like a humble brag or whatever, but like just used to these moments that hey, I'm gonna go step out there. I'm gonna do my 111th. I'm gonna go fill my gap. I'm gonna go do what my coach tells me to do, and and we're gonna I'm gonna do it the best of my ability to help us win a game. And. I have to be that calm presence out there because it, it allows other people to to see that and feed off it, and all of a sudden they get calm, they play better, um, and that's kind of my motto is just making everyone around me um, better.
2: Uh, I don't think I've read every story about you, but I know I, I, I haven't read a story about you that without the phrase "tackling machine." <laughs> that's uh, how, yeah. how everyone sees it. <laughs> Um has that you've always had a kind of a nose for the football and knack for the football? I mean, what, where, how did you develop that? And you know, your numbers are pretty extraordinary. Where does that, where does that come from?
1: Yeah, I think for me, I just, I love making plays. I love, uh, obviously, hitting people. That's kind of the thing that got me into football. Um, I can just have that aggressive, physical nature. Um, obviously, can't, you don't get in trouble for it, you don't get grounded. Um, so, kind of growing up, I was like, oh yeah, this is my game. Um, I tried basketball and I fouled out like every five minutes of every game. Um, so that, that didn't work out too well for me. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I had to stick, stick with football. Um, so yeah, then to start to make plays and I think for me, um, I think I'm as the middle linebacker, uh, the way I look at it is you have to make the plays. You have to be the cleanup guy. You have to be the guy, um, that, that doesn't allow those big plays to happen. So if one guy kind of slips his gap, doesn't, doesn't do what he's supposed to do on a given play, you have to be the guy that, that kind of minimizes that mistake and allows you guys to get to that next down. And I think, um, that's one of the things I pride myself on and it's allowed me to, to make a lot of plays like that.
0: You mentioned your, your, your physical style and your tackling play, yet you've been durable. Uh, last three years you've been in the top 13 in, in total snaps at inside linebacker among players in the NFL. You played through a fractured hand last year, I understand. How do you think you've been able to maintain that durability and stay on the field, which, as you know, in the NFL is almost half the battle?
1: No, yeah, I think that, that goes to my off-season regimen. Um, I have a, a great kind of group of, of people that I work with, um, just making sure my mobility is right. We always spend the first kind of three, four weeks just getting my body back to being able to move the way it did at the beginning of the season Um, and then working on little tweaks and things here, whether it's stretching or yoga or just mobility work that allows my body to strengthen when I'm in those awkward positions. Um, Obviously weird things happen, like I fractured my hand and things like that. but that's always been something that my my dad's always been like. Hey, rub some dirt on it and go out there and play. Um, so, I've kind of had that that kind of durability all my life, just mainly forced upon me. Um, but it's helped me out <laughs> nowadays.
2: <laughs> uh, Blake, can you tell us a little bit about Kyler Fackrell? And did you two talk about going to the same team at all, or did you talk after you were both signed with the Giants? Or how did that look out? Oh
1: so, yeah, uh, we actually didn't talk before. Um, I think his his end up happened the day after mine, and I reached out to him and I was like, oh, awesome, we're going to be teammates together, and he was super pumped and excited, and he's obviously an amazing player. I think he's one of the best coverage outside linebackers, um, zone droppers, all those types of things. He's, he's able to do a lot of things, and I think a lot of people haven't been able to see um, him rush as much as he should have been. Obviously, we had the Darius Smith and Preston Smith last year. But Fackrell is an uh, amazing rusher. Um, obviously, he had a 10 sack season the year before. Um, he's he's really good, and I think a lot of people will be surprised what he does this year.
0: But I actually want to follow up. You mentioned uh, Kyler's ability to, to to blitz and also play coverage. Looking at some of the tape the last two years, look like the Packers use you a lot. Sometimes as the only linebacker on the field, kind of playing that middle zone. What are some of the principles you use in coverage to kind of be that? you know guy in the middle of the field that has to read those in cuts read those crossing patterns and and just be in the right place at the right time
1: oh yeah i think uh i think that was probably one of the most difficult things for me um last year just in having me only out there um obviously a lot of teams you have that other kind of partner in crime as i would say um to be able to communicate pass things off and there was a lot of times where you have to be able to, if you're out there by yourself, you have to be able to drop back. You have to see things moving without any communication and those types of things. Um, So it made it difficult, but I think it helped me in the long run to be able to have that and grow that ability to be able to recognize things, see things quicker, um, anticipate certain routes in certain formations, and just be able to maneuver through the field um, by myself, which – Um, Depending on, obviously, I don't know exactly the defense we're running yet uh, for the Giants, um, just because of all this coronavirus stuff. Um, But if we end up having two linebackers, one linebacker, whatever it is, this last year it helped me out tremendously moving into these next three years with the Giants.
0: One thing Graham did a lot with you in 2018 was blitz you. I think that was the most pass-rushing snaps you've had in any of the four years of your career. How about that part of your game? Do you enjoy the, yep. you know, doing that and going after the quarterback? And how oh, much yeah. have you improved at that over the course of your career? Oh,
1: yeah. No, I love it. That's, like, one of my favorite things. Um, I think that in 2018, it was, I had the greatest time ever. I love blitzing. <laughs> um, I think I had five sacks that year. Um, and it's just one of the things that I want to – last year which makes total sense we spent a lot of money or the Packers spent a lot of money on the Darius and Preston Smith and you obviously saw what they did that they whatever 20-some plus sna- or sacks and those types of things so obviously everyone else kind of lowered their load of blitzing um, when obviously they can rush for and do those types of things uh, against quarterbacks but that's definitely something I want to kind of keep growing in my game and, and have more of um, and I'm excited to see what, what Pat Graham kind of put together for that.
2: Uh, I, I assume you're going to have the green dot on your helmet and call, we get the calls from Pat and call the plays. And, uh, so you'll have everybody in the huddle looking at you, listening to you. Are you comfortable with that? You like that leadership role? And, and also, in a year like this, when who knows how much time you're going to have to prepare, how important is it going to be to have a, a take charge guy in the huddle like that, especially someone who's you know, a little familiar with the coordinator?
1: Oh, yeah. No, I, I love uh, having the green dot. I just, I know, It's always been a, an awesome aspect that I've gotten to be able to have since my rookie year, um, and it's just I've grown more and more in just understanding the things I need to do within the huddle, um, out of the huddle, pre-snap, all those things. It's just been growing throughout the years, and I know Pat's um, extremely open and free with communication that he's going to allow me to do uh, within – For me to be able to have that freedom and I can't wait to be able to go out there and obviously lead the Giants defense.
0: What's your leadership style are you like kind of a quiet guy bring somebody aside to talk to him you more of a rah-rah guy Blake how do you lead?
1: Yeah I think it's I think for me I'm I don't know how to put it it's just like adapting to the given situations I think I can I could be a rah-rah guy I could be a step-aside guy I could be uh, pull a guy into a meeting room and go over film for two hours. I could be whatever it needs to be, and that's kind of what I kind of displayed throughout my time with the Packers was, all right, we're in the huddle and things are going bad. I'm going to be the guy that's saying, hey, this is what we need to get done. All right, hey, you, let's work, like communicate this to each other. Hey, front, like D-line, all right, we need to get these stunts situated or whatever it needs to be to be able to allow us to adjust on the fly within a given series, or all of a sudden, we would have Monday like extra meetings with us and I would run the extra meetings and go through film, go through practice and, and do those types of things that would allow us to, to get better. And I think that's one of the things I held myself um to that standard is being that guy that can adapt to whatever personality and whatever person whatever given guy needs, um, as a leader. Yeah, I just
2: have one more like. uh you grew up in California, uh, sorry Arizona. You went to college in Northern California. You just spent four years in the uh, NFL's sm- smallest market in the Upper Midwest, and now you're moving to the Big Apple. Uh, just your oh, yeah. thoughts about coming east, coming to uh, the, the largest market, and, and and are you touring the country uh, via football? Is this <laughs> the way to see the country?
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I, that's what I tell my wife that we're that's how we get our uh, vacation time is I just go to different, different locations across the country. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I'm, a, I'm extremely excited. Um, uh, my wife's extremely excited. As you, as you know, uh, Green Bay, there's not, there's not much to do, um, out there. Uh, so it's going to be an exciting moment for us to be able to go to different places than the, the same, same restaurants, the same movie theater. Um, see the same movie for the sixth time so now we can go to different restaurants we can go to shows and it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting
0: blake awesome man best of luck uh hope you and your family are surviving these unique circumstances we appreciate you joining us and hopefully we will see you in new york in a couple of months all right pal yes
1: sir yeah thanks guys
0: that's Blake Martinez. We thank him for joining us on this week's episode of the Giants Huddle Podcast. Again, you're find it on Giants.com, the Giants mobile app, and all your favorite podcast platforms. Thank you so much for being with us. For Michael Eisen, I'm John Schmelk. We'll see you next time on the Giants Huddle Podcast. Adios.